talking today on FoxCast with John Gotaski about a recent United States Supreme Court decision about the concept of actual fraud in a bankruptcy case. John is a partner and litigator with Fox Rothschild in Pittsburgh. He represents individuals, partnerships, and companies in diverse legal matters, including complex commercial litigation, bankruptcy litigation, and franchising issues. John also is the editor of the firm's Franchise Law Update blog. John, good morning. Good morning. Good to be here. John, you recently posted on the topic of, quote, do you know what actual fraud is, unquote, on Fox Rothschild's Franchise Law Update blog. I did, and it's received a a bit of attention. John, can you tell us more about the uh, Supreme Court case in question? Yes. It's a case known as Husky International Electronics uh, Incorporated versus Ritz. And by a vote of 7 to 1, you might recall that right now the Supreme Court only has eight members. Uh, The court Mm -hmm. held for the first time that a fraudulent conveyance scheme can be consistent with the requirements of actual fraud. Hmm. Now, this ruling creates a potential new exception to the discharge of debts under the bankruptcy code. And this is a really significant development. Uh, Prior to this time, the Supreme Court had said, and other courts, in order to qualify as actual fraud under the bankruptcy code, a wronged party either had to have relied upon a debtor's misrepresentations or a debt had to be you know, directly obtained by the fraud. Hmm. John, what was the court's reasoning? Well, in this case, a majority of the justices reasoned around the previous limitations uh, by concluding that a recipient of a transfer in a fraudulent transfer scheme obtained the assets as a result of their participation in the scheme. John, what were the facts in the case? Well, this is a case where, you know, quite often bad facts, you know, make new law. And these these were bad facts. Mm. Uh, They were pretty egregious, as a matter of fact. Hmm. Ritz's attorney never disputed the existence of a fraudulent transfer scheme in the entire case. What had happened was that a company called Chrysalis Manufacturing incurred a debt to Husky. And Ritz, a Chrysalis director and part owner of Chrysalis, uh, proceeded to drain the company of all assets that could be used to pay the debt owed to Husky mm-hmm. by transferring the assets to other entities that he controlled. Hmm. So what happened? Well, Husky sued Ritz to recover on the debt, and Ritz filed for bankruptcy. Hmm. Now, an adversary proceeding, which is really a mini-lawsuit within the bankruptcy case, was filed within the bankruptcy seeking to hold Ritz personally liable for the debt to Husky. Now, applying previously well-established jurisprudence regarding actual fraud, all the lower courts, the district court, the court of appeals for the Fifth Circuit, Mm -hmm. they all held that the actual fraud requirement couldn't be satisfied here. So therefore, those courts reasoned the requirement was missing because the transfers came subsequent in time to the creation of the debt to Husky, and Ritz had made no false representations to Husky, so therefore Husky just didn't qualify uh, for having the debt not discharged. Hmm. John, what's this decision mean then for franchisors and, frankly, other businesses? Well, this is an important decision. I think there's two takeaways. The first is that if you're facing significant financial liabilities and considering a bankruptcy, a situation in which both franchisors and franchisees, uh, unfortunately, but occasionally do find themselves, you really now need to ensure that any efforts to secure and protect assets 
do not run afoul of fraudulent transfer law, including the expanded definition of obtained by announced by the Supreme Court in the Husky decision. And this is important because prior to this time, you could take steps that even if they weren't as egregious as Ritz's case, mm-hmm. would probably be blessed by a court. Now you've really got to think long and hard about those steps before you make them. What's the second takeaway? Well, the second takeaway is that this opinion is almost certainly going to allow creditors to pursue many more debtors for bankruptcy fraud. Uh, as such, it is likely to become a new tool uh, for franchisors in particular seeking recovery from franchisee debtors who have stolen trade secrets, who have violated non-competition or non-solicitation agreements, or, or simply failed to pay royalties where they can establish, under the new standards, a scheme to fraudulently transfer assets. Hmm. Well, thank you, John. Listeners, to confidentially discuss the soundness of your organization's policies for securing and protecting its assets, please contact John Gutaski in Pittsburgh at 412-394-5528 or at jgotaski, that's J-G-O-T-A-S-K-I-E, at foxrothschild.com. Fox Rothschild LLP is a national law firm with nearly 750 attorneys practicing in 22 offices coast to coast. Our clients come to us because we understand their issues, their priorities, and the way they think. We help clients manage risk and make better decisions by offering practical advice. Visit us on the web at www.foxrothschild.com. 